How often do we see in the Bible examples of godly individuals who married outside their faith and got caught up in the pagan lifestyle? In today's episode of All God's Women, we look at the wife and daughters of Lot. Though the Bible tells us Lot was a righteous man, it doesn't appear he passed along his faith to his family. Hi, and welcome to All God's Women. I'm Sharon Wilharm, your host for the show, and I'm excited to take you on a journey through the Bible, one woman at a time. We look at women you've heard about all your life and women you've never heard of. Each has a story to tell, and I love sharing them. Together, we discover life lessons we can take away from each of these ancient women and apply them to our modern-day lives. Join us each week for the latest episode of All God's Women. Lot chose to live in the wicked city of Sodom. While there, he met and married a pagan woman, and they had two daughters. We know from Abraham's conversation with God in Genesis 18 that though Sodom was a bustling city, ten righteous individuals could not be found. Because of the vile corruption, God chose to destroy the city and all within it, but spared Lot and his family. Two angels entered the city gates, and Lot invited them to lodge at his home. He prepared a feast for them, but before they could go to sleep for the night, the men of Sodom showed up at Lot's door, insisting he release the angels so that they might have their way with him. Lot refused their demands, offering up instead his unmarried daughters. He actually says to them, I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them as you wish. Only do nothing to these men, since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof. I can't even read that without tearing up. What kind of father offers up his own daughters to be tortured and abused? This was a righteous man? But the crowd of men outside weren't interested in his daughters. Instead, they tried to attack Lot. The angels pulled Lot to safety and struck the men at the doorway with blindness until they gave up their fight. The angels told Lot to gather up his family and get them out of the city. So Lot went to the men betrothed to his daughters, explained the situation, and urged them to leave the city with them. But they just laughed and didn't take him seriously. Morning came, and Lot and his family were still in the city. The angels urged them to hurry. They told Lot to take his wife and daughters out of the city, but they lingered. So the angels, being merciful, grabbed them each by the hand and set them outside of the city. The angels gave them explicit directions. Escape for your life. Do not look behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. Even in the face of life and death, Lot sought a compromise. He asked if they might instead stop at a small town in the plain called Zor. The angels agreed, but told them to hurry, for they wouldn't destroy Sodom until Lot and his family were safe in Zor. They got to Zor, and as the sun rose in the sky, the Lord sent down fire and brimstone from the heavens and destroyed the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and all the land surrounding them. Then, in Genesis 19.26, we're told that Lot's wife looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. 
Oh, if only that were the end of the story. But it gets worse. Lot and his daughters moved to the mountains to live, but his daughters were not content living in a cave with their father. They were given a chance to start over with a new life, but this was not the future they had planned for themselves. Their fiancés were dead, they had no new prospects in the near future, and they probably weren't too happy with their father. The oldest girl came up with a plan. She pointed out to the younger daughter that their father was old, and there is no man on the earth to come into us as is the custom of all the earth. She presented a plan to get their father drunk so that they might lie with him and preserve the lineage of their father. And she did it. They did it again with a younger daughter, and both daughters got pregnant. The two sons they bore fathered the Moabites and the Ammonites, two nations who went on to corrupt the Israelites by introducing them to the most vile false gods and idol worship. Honestly, I feel sorry for Lot's wife and daughters. The only life they knew was the wicked life of Sodom. Though Lot was said to be a righteous man, we see no evidence that he passed on his faith to his family. Did his wife and daughters know God? Did they understand that he had something far better to offer them than what they had experienced thus far? All they knew was the pagan life of Sodom. But God, in his mercy, provided an opportunity for them to start afresh. He could have left them to die along with the other Sodomites. Instead, he gave them advance warning of what was to come and rescued them from a fiery death. Unfortunately, they failed to appreciate the blessing that was bestowed on them. Lot's wife followed him out of the city, but then when she realized what was happening to her hometown, she looked back. It was a simple act, one any one of us might have been guilty of. But God had warned them. He told them to get away and not look back, lest they be destroyed. She looked back. Mrs. Lott had an opportunity to leave behind the vile wickedness, but it had a hold on her. As bad as it was, she was still clinging to it. The daughters, however, theirs is a different story. They left behind the only life they'd ever known, but they brought along the depravity of their upbringing. In their eyes, there was no promise of hope in their future. All they saw was a life of living in a mountain cave with a man who had been willing to forsake his flesh and blood in order to protect strangers. Imagine how hurt they must have been by his actions. Understandably, They likely held great resentment towards him for not only his unthinkable behavior in offering them up for abuse, but then also taking them away from their betrothed. Though it wasn't Lot's fault that the fiancés refused to follow, I'm sure the girls held him responsible regardless. The girls had no idea what God had in store for them. All they could see was the foreseeable future, and it looked bleak so they took matters into their own hands. They justified in their minds that they were providing a service to their father by preserving his lineage. What a distorted and perverted mindset. But isn't that the way it is with sin? The more we're exposed to sin, the more callous we become. We lose sight of what is truly right and wrong, 
and instead do what seems right in our own eyes with no regard to its effect on others. Whether you were raised in a godly home or an ungodly environment, you hold in your hands the power to decide for yourself if you're going to follow God or follow the world. Though others may have let us down and disappointed us, we don't have to abide by their lax morals. God, in His infinite mercy and grace, offers us new life. We can leave behind the old sinful world and enter into abundant life with our Lord. God doesn't care what you've done in the past. He is much more concerned with your future than your failures. He has an amazing future planned for you, but you have to be willing to leave behind your old life and trust Him to provide for you in a way that only He can do. The world pulls on us and tries to drag us down, but God is stronger than the world. If we keep our eyes on Him, He will lift us up out of the dark pits and into the light. Lord God, we live in a time of such darkness. We read about the wickedness of Sodom and Gomorrah, and yet our world today is just as bad. We deserve death, but you give us life. Lord, in the days ahead, as the darkness seems to overtake us, hold on to us. Give us strength and endurance. Guide us. Protect us. Forgive us when we're tempted to look back or go astray. Grab us and lead us in the way of life rather than death. We love you so very much. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. That concludes today's episode of All God's Women. Tune in next week when we look at Penina, a woman with a bad attitude. Exciting things are happening behind the scenes, and I can't wait to share them with you. So be sure you're following me either via my website or on my social media at SharonWilharm.com or AllGodsWomen.com. Until next week, goodbye. If you enjoy listening to All God's Women podcast and radio show, you're going to love my brand new Women of Prayer Bible study. Get to know the character of God by studying the prayers of women in the Bible. Grab your copy today, available in paperback and Kindle.